The first reading is taken from 1 John chapter 1, verse 5 to chapter 2, verse 2. The responsorial is Psalm 124, and the Gospel is Matthew chapter 2, verses 13 to 18. Today's Feast of the Holy Innocents is well summarized in the first verse of the first reading. St. John says, quote, Beloved, this is the message we have heard from Jesus Christ and proclaim to you, that God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. End of quote. Immediately, John sets forth the two ways, a dominant theme in the scriptures and in the spiritual life. On the one hand, there is the way of light, who is Jesus Christ. We have just celebrated his birth 2,000 years ago. The question remains, however, will we allow Jesus to be born into our hearts? Will we open our lives to his presence, forming a friendship, a relationship of intimacy? That question must be asked every day, because each day we have many options, choices to focus our time and interests elsewhere. A good strategy would be to go to bed early enough that we can get up the next morning before the rush of the day and bask in his light. Perhaps take a few moments reading scripture, God's word, and ask, how does this apply to me now, today? There are many examples of individuals lost in spiritual darkness who, after hearing and meditating on a scripture verse or passage, experience the light of Christ that changes them substantially. St. Augustine is a classic example. He tells his story in his autobiography, The Confessions. After a wild youth of sin, pride, and selfishness, he was left miserable and desperate and empty. Finally, one day when he was crying out in anguish, he heard the voice of children in the yard next to him crying out, Take up and read, take up and read. St. Augustine had a sudden insight, a light of the Holy Spirit, and took up a scripture that was lying on the table next to him. He opened it randomly and to a passage in Romans chapter 13, verses 12 to 13. Quote, the night is far spent, the day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly, as in the day, not in revelry and drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lusts. This verse cut St. Augustine to the heart, and was the beginning of his conversion that made him ultimately one of the greatest saints and evangelists the Church has ever known. Other examples include St. Francis of Assisi, who at the age of 21 lived a life of material affluence and sought his own earthly glory by joining the army and wanting to become a knight. However, it was scripture once again, this time a passage from Matthew chapter 19, verse 21, where Jesus states, quote, If you want to be perfect, go sell what you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come follow me. Finally, we have the example of St. Therese, who, wanting to become a saint, found the excellent way of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, which invited her to enter a life of self-giving love. In all of these examples and many more, there was a transition from darkness to light through the hearing of God's word. 
There are other gateways to conversion, such as a daily examination of conscience and a perfect act of contrition, prayer and contemplation, and reading the lives of the saints. If we do this daily, then we will go from glory to glory with ever-increasing rays of light, as St. Paul states in his second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 3, verse 18. The alternative is to go our own way without Christ and the Holy Spirit. But, left to our fallen nature with its disordered passions, we can live selfish lives, seeking our own glory and willing to do whatever it takes to achieve success. An example is found in today's Gospel with King Herod, who would do anything to hold on to power for his glory, even killing all the infants in Bethlehem. Having heard from the three wise men and his own council of advisers that there was a newborn king, all King Herod could do was to fear for his own preservation and power. This was, of course, nothing new in the history of humanity, and we see another example 1,500 years earlier in another king, the Pharaoh of Egypt, who ordered all male babies of the Israelites drowned in the Nile as soon as they were born. This was a type of birth control to keep the Israelites from increasing in their population to such an extent that they could mount an army from which to break free from their slavery. As we enter into this new year, may our response be that of today's psalmist who states, If it had not been the Lord who was on our side when our enemies attacked us, then they would have swallowed us alive when their anger was kindled against us. Then the flood would have swept us away, the torrent would have gone over us, then over us would have gone the raging waters. The snare is broken, and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. May we, like the psalmist, always turn to the light, who protects us from the enemy of sin, ultimately preparing us for the beatific vision forever in heaven.